0: the cloud. Okay. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to another conversation at the Bitcoin Stoa. As a reminder, this is a community funded project. So if you enjoy listening, you can support our work by sending some sats to the QR code on our website at bitcoinstoa.com, or you can stream sats using a Bitcoin wallet that has a podcast feature. I use the Breeze wallet at the moment and find it to be a really good experience. Current Moscow time is 2385 at 732,700. And with that said, it is my honor to welcome Pavao to the Bitcoin STOA for our conversation about his Bitcoin Citadel project in Rab, Croatia. Uh, So Pavao, welcome to the STOA and thanks for being here.
1: Thanks for inviting me.
0: No worries, man. It's always a pleasure speaking with plebs that are doing um, Satoshi's work and and doing Satoshi proud. And so we'll get into all that. Uh, For context, I watched the video by Pleb Music. Uh, that you were in. And I found it unbelievably inspiring to see what you were doing. So shout out to Pleb Music for putting together that video. You know, it's like a, it's one of my hype videos where when the state of the world gets me down, I watch that and it 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 brings my mood up. So uh, thank you for being part of that. And you know, what I saw in that video um, was a beautiful place, a uh, long-term vision and, you know, a badass club taking on low time preference Work to orange pill a small city. So, number one, thank you for being that badass pleb. Um, And maybe to to dive into this, before we get into Rab, I'd love to hear your Bitcoin story, as brief or as long as you want to tell it. So, you know, how and when did Bitcoin find you? And maybe some more, some of the more significant moments leading to where you are today um, in your understanding and your work in Bitcoin.
1: Uh, Okay. All right. So, I mean, first of all, thank you very much for inviting me. Pleb Music is really uh, a great pleb. We had a blast when when he was here in Rab. Um, I mean, my Bitcoin story, basically, uh, I heard about Bitcoin in 2013. And uh, I'm kind of uh, naturally inclined to... You know cur- curiously study new things and i i read a couple of articles back then uh, and actually tried to get my hands on some but uh, back in 2013 here from croatia the only way to buy uh, bitcoin was to wire money to to japan to Ma- mount gox and that was kind of too big of a hurdle for me uh, in that in that time and then in uh, summer of 2014 Uh, I actually, uh, we had uh, an exchange here in Croatia that uh, offered to to sell Bitcoins and uh, I read a little bit more about it and I invested my first just tiny little bit kind of getting off zero. And uh, from 2014 until late 2017, I basically uh, forgot about it because I was completely involved with my startup, which is my Background: I have background in entrepreneurship in educational technology space, uh, which is like my past fiat life, (laughs) actually. But uh, it's uh, it's in late two thousand seventeen that I basically saw Bitcoin exploding, and uh, you know I remember buying it at around six hundred dollars, and suddenly it was you know above fifteen thousand dollars, which was massive increase. So this got me. You know, really interested, and this is when I started my kind of shitcoin route. You know, I thought that there was something other than Bitcoin that's probably interesting. I thought that Bitcoin is probably outdated technology back then, which is, you know, similar story with many of many of the plebs that I that I met. Uh, and then I basically spent uh, whole bear market of twenty eighteen onward um studying it very very deeply and uh since 2020 i started working with uh safety author of the bitcoin standard and um basically i help i'm helping him run the website the podcast uh, books distribution you know a lot of a lot of different stuff and uh and yeah over time i kind of uh Simply though much more deeply into the rabbit hole and uh, still continuing to learn. I mean, it's, it's basically every day I just find out more things that I don't really know uh, or understand. And, you know, the levels of understanding is just getting deeper and deeper. On the other hand, I still see how, how much work is there uh, yet to be, to be done Uh, you know, by orange billing, other people, educating them on what Bitcoin is, what are the implications, you know, and all other good stuff. Yeah. So that's my story in in short.
0: That's a great story. And yeah, I think the the rite of passage of going into a shitcoin phase is uh, something I hear from many, many plebs. And it's almost like that is the gauntlet you have to go through um, to reinforce your conviction when you real, when you actually realize that actually it's only Bitcoin is the, you know, from, uh, solving real problems and being a true solution. You know, I'm not saying I have no opinion about the other alternative currencies being created, but I think everyone goes through that phase. Somehow I avoided it. I don't know how. Um, and also I find it very curious that your background is in educational technologies, because that's really fundamentally the mission with orange pilling to me is fundamentally an education mission. And technology now enables uh scaling of education in a way that we've never done before and um i also think it's really cool that you're you're sort of really close and on the ground with safe indeed to promote his book because i think the bitcoin standard is like my if if you had to ask my my most potent weapon for someone who is willing to put in a chunk of work um that is just a such a badass book and really be the reason i think it's badass is is actually not even mainly for bitcoin It's that's an education in money. And that is actually the fundamental step people need to take before they even start to understand Bitcoin, right? Like my ideal is to help someone be curious to understand money and let them make their own judgment of Bitcoin when they actually understand money. And I haven't seen anyone that doesn't make a good judgment of Bitcoin when they understand money. Um, so dude, that's amazing. And, uh, now let's talk about Citadel. So the, the Pled music video was called Citadel Hunter. And your mission, it seems, is to work towards building a citadel in Rab. So before we talk about Rab, I'd love to hear your take on the word citadel, because I think that word means different things to different people. Um, I think we're all familiar with sort of like the traditional definition of you know, a core. Like in ancient times, the citadel was a core fortified area of a town or a city. It was like you know, the high ground, a defensive position to shelter people from danger or uncertainty if there was a war. Um, to me, it's more of a place of, like metaphorically, it's a place of alignment and coordination that allows for human flourishing because everyone's on the same page. But I'd love to hear, you know, if someone says, Rab, what is, or um, Pavel, what is, what is a citadel? How do you define that? What
1: would you say? Well, for me, a citadel is really uh, not so much about the physical infrastructure, although it's important, but it's much more about the how people think and how they interconnect with one another how they live within the community and i think that uh, the main difference between a citadel and let's say something that's that's that, that are current prevalent living conditions of like a city, many, many, a city many is very different to me city. than a
0: citadel a, c- a city yeah. can be a a citadel but they're fundamentally different right
1: yeah i think a citadel is uh, a place where people who are self-sovereign sovereign live who are free mm. and i think other places are where people who are essentially dead slaves live so really if you have like my long-term kind of uh, mission or vision or however you want to call it is to kind to, to help people uh be more free uh in their lives and it's it, it, it basically can start with money, right? Freeing yourself yourself from uh, shackles of the you know, fiat uh, currency and fiat monetary system, which sprouts all other different bad things that happen around you is the first step that you can take as an individual. And it's completely in your self-interest to, to, to break free of this invisible slavery that you are kind of uh, in and uh, and then grow as a free person. And then when you connect and start living with other people who, who are, you know, getting on your freedom wa- wavelength, then that's kind of you you start creating this citadel, right? Um uh, which is a very long term project. It's, I mean, I know that Pleb Music he, he created the I mean beautiful video which is kind of uh, it looks uh, extremely uh, you know nice and so on but this is this is really I have to this put many many disclaimers this is work in progress this is not something that's like um, gonna be done overnight and uh, but it's uh, it's very rewarding work so uh, educating people, uh, People who live here uh, about Bitcoin is uh, it's it's very very important uh, for me to 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 experience even better living conditions in the future because the more people uh, you know set, them, set themselves free, the better it is for everyone, including myself. So it's kind of it's kind of selfish uh, motivation, but the only way to to realize my selfish motivation to live. In a, in a place that's, that's, you know, very beautiful to live is to help others, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, understand what Bitcoin is and uh, integrate it into their life. So that's yeah. my kind of view of Citadel. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, if you look in nature, there's so many of these instances, right? Like bees. I'm fascinated by bees. I think the way that they form social structures and just the incentives of a single bee resembles uh like i love the term cyber hornet because when you look at a bee's nest the bee is personally incentivized to make sure the queen survives and make sure that the hive can continue to propagate so selfishly their whole lives are dedicated towards making sure the hive can continue but that selfish incentive aligns with all of the bees in the hive including the queen to continue this thing Right, long after they die, it will continue, but their entire lives are spent protecting and building this thing selfishly, but also collectively. Um, and I think this whole notion that Bitcoin is the foundation of freedom, like without freedom money, you're not truly free. Um, and I, I just love this notion that you've taken on. You know, low time preference is maybe the most uh, proper word for what citadel building is because it's not an instance, right? It's a process. If I asked you, In a decade from now how's it going you'd be like it's still a work in progress because i don't think the work actually ever ends right um and you know for the curious individual i think bitcoin is a beautiful topic to start to learn about and that for me the challenge is how do we make it relevant right like all these people have problems everyone has problems that are solved by bitcoin most people don't realize they have the problems and they don't even look at money as the the source of the problem or the solution so it's really you know, one of the things you said in the, in, the um, in that Pled music video was like, people need time to digest Bitcoin. People need time to learn Bitcoin, even with yourself. Like it took you multiple touch points before you actually acquired Sats. And I think we assume that people are just going to get it like that. But we forget the path that we took to get to where we are and how long it takes to build conviction, and how much actual work it takes to really like build first principles. Understanding of money is not a this is not an insignificant, easy task. Um, And so I love that you've already taken the low time preference mindset where it's like one day at a time, one person at a time, one little nugget of education at a time. Um, And so maybe let's talk about, let's talk about RAB. Um, I would love to, I don't want to take this from the perspective of, okay, there's a pleb in Canada. They just realized they have no property rights. Um, they are looking for a new place to call home. And so the recon work needed of like, let's get some info for these plebs. If Rab looks like an appealing place to move to. So, um, maybe a first place to start is like, what is Croatia like? So Rab is a, maybe give some context. Rab is let's see if I got this right. Rab is a small city in Croatia population around 7,000. Um, maybe let's start with like, what are property rights like in Croatia? And if someone speaks English, like is English. Common in Croatia or do you have to know Croatian to live there like give us give us a download of like what is the environment like in terms of property rights taxes language if a pleb wants to move from an English-speaking country and go to to Rab and be part of this um what what can you give us in terms of info uh
1: yeah those are all excellent questions so Croatia is um is uh according, in regards to property rights uh first of all over 80 percent of people here own their own uh, real estate uh so they, they they live in their own houses and unfortunately they also use land and uh and uh, real estate as their savings accounts basically this this is how they fight inflation which is uh you know, Croatia has its own currency, Croatian kuna, which uh, expanded at around 13 and a half percent annualized from 1994 till 2019, which is when I last uh, checked. Uh, which is th- that's pro- around let's say two and a half three percent higher than the euro. So the currency is relatively stable, although it's um, it's it's inflationary uh, so much so that that uh, most people, uh, simply save in real estate. Um, on the other hand, uh, so the property rights in that regard are, are well-respected, okay. right? Nobody's really going to mess with your house or your land that you purchased, that you have, you know, um, did in your name. It's, it's not, not a problem that way. The problem in Croatia is that the, the state is, uh, very high very large i mean the the, the state uh, participation in the economy is i would say more than 50 percent of the economy is kind of state run or s- satellite run state state uh, companies run um mm-hmm. which is which is basically uh like <laughs> it's a huge burden on the productive population so Many young people in the last 20 years, they uh, emigrated away from Croatia. I personally know uh, my couple of my colleagues who uh, after finishing uh, their universities, they uh, went uh, and uh, went away from Croatia in pursuit of a better life. Some of them ended in Canada, actually. And <laughs> <That's> this, <ironic. laughs> unfortunately, it's ironic because this changed in the last, uh, you know, <laughs> Two years uh, since uh, you know Corona hysteria began, um, and uh, the good thing on the other hand uh, in Croatia is that there is uh, every year there is a massive influx of uh, tourists that uh, that are coming in with uh, harder currencies such as euro, uh, and uh, and they they contribute to around a quarter of Croatia's GDP. Okay. Uh, so, uh, especially along the coast, Croatia is very, very well developed. Um, I personally live in Rab, which is a small island on the northern uh, part of the coast. Um, Have and, you always lived you know, there? Were you born there? No, I, I, I was born in Rijeka, which is the uh, second or third largest city in Croatia. And my family, we lived in Rijeka, although my uh, um, family is originally from, from Rab. So we, we went to Rab every summer, uh, you know, when we were kids uh, on like a vacation and we used to spend winter winter holidays in, in Rab and so on. So I, I actually moved here and I live here in the last three years and basically since 2018, which is uh, when I really started diving into, into Bitcoin very, very seriously. Um, and uh, before that, I I lived in in Rijeka, and then I lived in Zagreb, which is the capital of Croatia for a couple of years. So I kind of do have the experience of um, of how it is to, to live uh, outside of 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 Rab, uh, in particular. Um, and uh, really, Croatia, you know, it's it's a beautiful place to live, um, and um, but the important thing is, you should know English, right? I mean, most people speak English because um, they, uh, because of the tourism, right? Right, so, that makes sense. Um, yeah, it, it makes sense. So pretty much everyone will speak English. Uh, now, in terms of taxes, <laughs> that's uh, Croatia. Croatia has, or until very recently, had. Almost the highest rate of tax on um, on value-added tax. So this is a this is the tax on, on on simple goods and services that you pay. And you know, for example, in grocery stores, it's like 25. percent They lowered this uh, very hard in the last couple of uh, months because of the <laughs> inflation, which is crazy. Um, so I think they are going to continue, you know, lowering it and continue. What did they lower uh, it to? Kind of, I think they lowered it to, uh, it, it depends on different uh, um, goods, but I think they slashed it in half. It's like maybe 13%, 12 wow. to 13% down from uh, 25% across yep. the board. We so, have, I mean, in
0: Canada, we yeah. have HST, which is 13%. It's a harmonized sales tax, same thing as value added. Um, did it sound like that lowering was going to be something where it's like, that's what it's going to be? Or do they, did it sound like they were going to go back up? Or is that like a permanent change?
1: That's, that's a permanent, I, and for me, it sounded like they they need to go even lower because, okay. uh, I mean, this, this wasn't felt at all because of the, again, because of the inflation of, uh, because of the increases of energy prices. They, I mean, it's, you know, yeah, they slashed the, the value added tax uh, by half, but nothing is really changed in the grocery right. stores. It's, you know, the prices are still going up and there is no sign of uh, them stopping. Um, what about income
0: tax and capital gains tax?
1: Uh, income tax is also very high, um, which is why there is a lot of kind of black economy here, cash economy, especially, you know, during during the summer season, you know, many uh, workers in tourism are receiving a part of their payroll, like officially, you know, and paying like a- almost uh, f- between 30 and 50% income tax when you count everything, uh, you know, uh, because you have the taxes, you also have the uh, obligatory uh, medical um, insurance that you again pay into the state, you know, uh, offers and uh, and the uh, pension insurance, which is uh, 70% of it is uh, invested in Croatian government uh, junk bonds, uh, <laughs> which are which, uh, <laughs> extraordinarily <Shit> bad. <laughs> yeah, shit coins. Uh, so... So, but the, the, the most revenue that the government gets is through value added tax, which is funded uh, by you, you know, let's say from April until November, or late late uh, late October during the during the tourist season. It's like uh, you know, this is this is really where where the state gets most of its uh, most of its revenue, right? Um, so, so I think this regulatory uh, framework and tax regime is, is changing. Um, Croatia is scheduled to, to go to uh, European, into Eurozone uh, in 2023. So that's next year. Um, it's, it's currently highly uh, Euroized uh, because most of the, savings and uh loans are in euros and especially when you when you for example when you are buying something larger like, like a car or a or, or a house or an apartment you are always thinking in euros so you are not really hearing people quoting in creation kunas because like one euro is around 7.5 creation kunas so that's the exchange rate um that the central bank managed to 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 have pretty pretty stable peg in the you know last 20 years mm-hmm. since the euro uh, was uh, was introduced but before euro uh, when people were saving in uh, Deutsche marks uh, and uh, croatia is specific uh, in that i mean this is the reason i think why we kind of got uh, very like a like a small freedom zone in the last two years uh, since the Corona uh, you know tyranny began, um, since we had a war uh, in um, early 90s, um, and we experienced hyperinflation in in Yugoslavia, uh, many people here are simply uh, they they don't really trust the government uh, as much. So we so we did not have. Um, such stringent um, measures uh, with with corona uh, stuff here. I mean, we did have the mask mandates and so on, which was removed uh, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, But, uh, you know, not all people complied and uh, especially, I mean, there there was not so much, you know, sincere buy-in that there is like a government that's taking care of us all, that they care about our health and so on. Most people complied because they were afraid of getting fined. Uh, but um, you know they didn't really have this uh, you know almost religious uh, conviction in what they are doing is is correct like many people in Germany, for example or Austria or other Western countries uh, that uh, did not experience um, you know tragics of, of war um, mm-hmm. as recent as Croatia did. So I think that's something that contributed to, to to this place being like um, much more conducive for for people to now come in and uh, try to live here because it's uh, it's more relaxed it simply is um, so. Yeah that's 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 how I actually met glob music and other bitcoiners who basically fled from from Germany and from Austria they <laughs> uh, especially you know in last year November and December last year when they it was looking like you know they were really going full full Nazi literally yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so
0: so in uh, terms of I mean people speaking of people coming in what's the um if you're familiar with them, what's the immigration process for going into Croatia? Like what, how does citizenship work? How does residency work? Whatever details you can share. If someone is looking to find a new home, set new roots, they do the research, they realize, okay. And you know, one thing that really stood out was to me about Croatia was I saw this video of the member of uh, European parliament for Croatia just fried Trudeau about how fucked up it was about everything he's doing. And number one, that showed integrity of the, of the politician, um, you know, whether or not that's reflected in government, I don't know, but number two, it showed that like someone is taking a hard stand for freedom. Um, and the fact that they're representing Croatia really opened my eyes to be like, wow, maybe this is a place that has a stronger conviction in fundamental rights and the fact that freedom is important. Um, and I think those places in the world are going to be hubs for where Bitcoiners want to go. And, and, you know, like the certainty, Showing that they value freedom gives a sense of certainty that if a pleb is going to establish a new life for the next decade, it's like you want to make sure you're going to the right place. So, so what is immigration citizenship? Uh, if someone wants to move to to Croatia, what does that look like? Oh,
1: sorry. We I think we got
0: the. Yeah, I think we uh, blitzed for a second there, but we're back on. I got you now. Okay. Yep, I got uh, you.
1: So. Regarding the immigration and uh, and things like that. So this is really, for me especially, this is really a new uh, area because uh, before we, I only experienced people trying to move out of Croatia, right? So now <laughs> right. We, suddenly I kind of have to, you know, check how, what's the procedure of someone wanting to move in. Mm. So my advice for everyone who considers uh, coming in here is to simply... Uh, Try to come here uh, as a tourist for a couple of months. I think you can. I think you can stay here for three or six months. Nobody is really going to ask you anything because, like, uh, there's a lot of foreigners here. Right. Um, you know, a lot of foreigners who own real estate, uh, especially along the coast. So you, you're not going to stick as a sore thumb, but, you know, <laughs> amongst the other people. So. So just try to come in and uh, and uh, ex- experience living here, and then I think this is going to really, really change quickly. Uh, you know, right now I, 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 when you asked me about the um, uh, to to prepare for the show, uh, when you asked me about the this procedure, I, I was uh, managed to read some you know basic stuff like, for example, you do need to know um, some creation history. And you do need to. Uh, I like that. That's a good. That's a good some, stipulation. <laughs> yeah, some level of of of, of language, although um, I mean, creation is pretty hard to learn, especially for um, a foreigner, um, because the, the grammar is pretty hard. But again, I think I think uh, the government is uh, kind of going to recognize that more and more people are simply going to you know live here. Uh, or want to live here and I think they will relax all of the you know procedures for for getting the citizenship Um, and um, you know provided you you do pay um, some some taxes now I think in the in the next decade uh, Croatia is simply going to have to the government of Croatia is so bloated um, (laughs) that they are simply going to have to downsize uh, significantly so so they are going to look for for ways for, to to you know uh, like get rid of the of inefficiencies because again there is like uh, so many people uh, work in a in a government or you know, in any of the thousands of different bureaucracies but they are earning very small wages right so they are they they are really dissatisfied you know mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's not like they they um, they they have massive high paying jobs they do have job security quote-unquote although like with this inflation uh, that's that's you know ramping uh i don't think like uh, you know this government guaranteed paycheck that you are getting for doing some bullshit, you know uh, yeah. administrative job uh is going to make it uh, i think m- many more people are going to simply start their own uh, businesses and get into the free market which will uh, release the the pressure from from the government to you know and enable the government to lower the taxes even more to attract uh, more people who want to live who want to live here on a more permanent basis because croatian government uh, knows how to market croatia for tourists mm. and now i think in the next let's say 10 20 years uh they will learn how to market Croatia for as like a place for, you know, people to come in and to settle down to, to live here. Um, I mean, geographically speaking, Croatia is like in the heart of Europe. So like you are really uh, close to everything. uh, And um, throughout the history, Croatia was, uh, you know, really had this nice, nice position where it's basically on a crossroads from, you know, uh, Western Europe and, uh, and Eastern Europe. And uh, you're connected with the uh, Mediterranean, uh, you know, trading routes, uh, and so on. So, like so I think, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it was always like a, like a hub. Um, and that's why it was never really, uh, sacked so much. It wasn't really destroyed. That's like, uh, um, I mean, i mean there, there's a long history uh here because croatia is still considered a pal- part of balkans balkan region mm-hmm. um so although it's like it's more like c- center of europe i mean it's kind of um, yeah you have to take a look at the map and, and then kind of uh, figure out what's what's going on but it's very safe it's very uh, you know welcoming uh the it's just that there is many many inefficiencies with the huge uh, government and bureaucracy. That's kind of uh, uh, that that's that's the problem that we have to work on and uh, solve it over time. Uh, but it's uh, all this is on the other hand very um, f- fertile ground for for bitcoiners to mm-hmm. to start uh, you know working their magic uh, on people because people will get uh, the value proposition of Bitcoin much more quickly than someone who for example who lives in 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 canada which is much more developed country and is probably many there's many more people in canada who are kind of um, trusting the government more yes. than people in croatia so that's that's the advantage for for croatia right now if you are seeking some some place that's more free it's uh you know it's probably Croatia is more free than, than Canada right now, Um, especially in the last two years. It's uh, no, no, no comparison. I, I was, unfortunately I, I, I I was uh, following many of the news in, in in Canada and safe in the moose. My, my boss, I mean, he, he moved out of Canada. He basically (laughs) escaped Canada uh, when, um, you know, when this shit really hit the fan, Um, you know, fortunately so so it's like uh yeah um it seems but like I think it, in, I'm, I'm kind of optimistic for for the whole world i mean it's canada is also going to change it's inevitable but it may take more time uh yeah. for for things to change there
0: yeah i think the problem of bloated government centralized power is not a is a problem shared by every area right now that i think the big thing is like which populations are primed to be able to go through the transition faster, which ones have a deeply seated sense of freedom and um, almost like a distrust or, you know, I think the distrust in government actually keeps the government at bay, right? Like it, it doesn't, it takes, it removes some of the extreme tools that other governments with trusting societies like Canada can just slap on people. So I think... It's not about finding a place that has full freedom. it's what places are primed to be able to make the transition to a lesser government more decentralized decentralization of power. Um, and it sounds like Croatia is definitely one of those places. Um, in terms of real estate, what is like just to give a, a, a broad idea of like how much is someone paying in euros for like a small home in Croatia, not prime real estate, but just like if someone just needs a home, they don't care if it's like a little bit out of the city um mm-hmm. what's the ballpark right now at curiosity
1: so so like you can you can find um decent places along the coast right uh to, to live in for like 500 euros per month uh four five six hundred euros per month okay uh which is like uh, yeah it's kind of um, i don't know what the exchange with the canadian dollar Euro, it's like
0: it's under a grand a month that's fairly cheap
1: yeah yeah it's 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 fairly it's fairly cheap um the the food is also fairly you know cheap i mean now it's it's rising but it's, sure. it, it wasn't exorbitant i mean especially if you have uh, if you have like a western income if you are able to work uh, remotely if you are able to um to to make uh, more money you can you can live very comfortably uh you know a family can live very comfortably on like uh, 2 or 3000 uh, dollars per month uh, in Croatia um and uh real estate like if you want to buy and own the property they do have you know a monetary premium attached to it so it, then it depends really on the location i mean really it's only about the location because right. like like some works. yeah some places if you like you, if you if you are willing to to be patient and shop around a little bit, you can find some you know very you know undervalued properties. But you know on the other hand, there are simply um, you know places that are I'm sure you know that in Canada as well. It's simply um, a property as a as an investment. Like you, yep. especially here in Rab, you have in the if you if you remember from the video, where, yeah, the aristocrat um, the, store uh, of value. Street. Yeah, <laughs> so, so so this 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 part of the old city of Rab, it's like eighty percent vacant. Nobody lives there, but like uh, the prices are so high that right. like uh, it's a savings
0: account. It's so, not a home.
1: Yeah, it's it's a savings account. So so when this, I mean, as Bitcoin works its a thing on this, and uh, I actually. Uh, advised some people and a couple of them already went through the process of selling their real estate and uh, investing the proceedings uh, into bitcoin as bitcoin accrues the monetary premium from real estate this is going to change of course i mean uh, it, it will make less and less sense for people to when they discover and understand that they have much more superior savings technology which is bitcoin than it is to, to save in real estate this is going to change for example my grandparents on my mother's side they um, they basically they have this situation where they are they um, literally uh, save all of their life in the house that they built sure. since they were like young and uh, they rented out uh, during the summer you know uh, it's like their capital their operating capital there their savings account, their uh, living place, everything is there. But yeah, it's the best option uh, this, right now, likely. It's the best option, yeah, because the capital markets in Croatia, we do have the the functioning uh, capital markets, so you can buy equities in Croatian companies, public companies, but it's really not so liquid. It's 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 the transaction costs are pretty high, and uh, I think less than ten percent of people really understand uh, how to how to save again saving the equities uh, of Croatian companies and they are they are they are trusting the 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 real estate much more so but again in day-to-day life uh, my grandparents they are like um, uh, they they got really hurt uh, last uh, or in 2020 when when they locked down the 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 the, the economy right it's like uh, 80 percent of the tourists uh, didn't simply come in in Croatia and that's their cash cash flow evaporates basically Yeah, cash flow you you are you're stripped out of your cash flow and you cannot really liquidate your your real estate yeah it's worth you know kind of a lot but i mean you cannot go and buy groceries with it so you are you are kind of forced to you know so, so, so this is where the huge advantage of Bitcoin comes. That's like it's a savings account that's liquid, twenty-four-seven. Yeah. That you can, I mean, you can you can spend it if you if you really need it. Uh, it's not like you are either forced to sell your whole house in order to buy things to eat and pay your yeah. uh, gas or or something. So, and it's yeah. Not when so real easy estate to returns sell.
0: to utility value, it's a whole different market, right? right. Like things ca- things recalibrate. Eventually, and like, I don't know how long it's going to take in Canada, I assume it's going to take a decade for this to completely run through. Some people are going to get wiped out and have a hard time who just leveraged up with free money way too much. But the inevitable game theory is that when you have a pristine store of value, monetary tool like Bitcoin, you no longer, it's just uh, the education is what limits that transition, right? And it can't happen all at once because we know education takes time, but all it takes is people to realize one at a time that Bitcoin is a far better store of value. I still need a house to live in, but that house is now priced based on utility value, not as a savings account. And um, I'm, you know, that means a lot of shit goes on sale as time goes on. And if you have your wealth in Bitcoin right now, you're just going to be able to get a really cheap house because not only is Bitcoin monetizing, but it's actually sucking the money out of houses, which you'll be able to buy eventually in sats for much cheaper. And I think that that really excites me because the the plebs who are saving in Bitcoin are going to have access to beautiful real estate to create a home. And they're not going to be paying for a fucking savings account because money's broken. They'll be paying for a roof and shelter and a place to live. Um, yeah. I'm excited for that.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think uh, even more than education, uh, it's, it's that they, it takes time. So for example, I know this group, this cohort of, of uh, people who I orange build during the height of the corona hysteria because we gathered every every night and protested the the, the mandates and so on here in the yeah. uh these are yeah. the people who let's say in november 2021 they got their first uh, sats you know they installed the wallet and then started you know saving i literally uh contact them every month and you know put some money into bitcoin you know you have yeah. to kind of you know, hold them by their hand, but they are still not... I mean, they are doing the work, uh, they are saving in it, but they are still not getting it because they need to experience the the huge appreci- appreciation of, of their purchasing power, which they are likely not going to experience uh, in next couple of years, let's say four years, yeah. which is like one housing cycle. So to really cement your, your, your increase in purchasing power, that's that's how I really started to understand what Bitcoin is. Is only when you experience it, when you yeah. when you see, okay, I know that this uh, this is something that's 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 worth saving in. It increases my purchasing power. It increases my options and so on. And that's like I expect in 2025, for example, that people who started stacking sets now in the last couple of months, only then they will start to really consider, you know. Okay, so, I mean, I have some, let's say they have a house that they live in, but they also have some, maybe another house that they are renting during the summer. And that other house is probably better off getting simply sold, liquidated, and, you know, put into Bitcoin because they have to calculate all the maintenance and, you know, the the managing of this all, all stuff. And, you know uh it's it's hard to out outperform just the, the sheer monetization rate of, of bitcoin no matter what you do um and especially not in something that's that's really for many people here uh in croatia like renting the the apartments through airbnb or booking.com it's like some something that they work on a side it's not that they are 100 focused on providing the the best possible experience for for the for the guests that come in that simply you know rent out the apartment and uh, yeah and collect the 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 rent which is not the best uh, you know not the best way to to go about it you don't really get so so high margins uh, you know it's it's really if you are going to do you know tourism as a as a business then you have to kind of focus on it right. and again use bitcoin as your as your savings tool to to enable you to do it even better but that's not how vast majority of people do it they simply they simply because of the lack of better option for them at least until they get educated on bitcoin they simply save in real estate and uh, yeah when the summer comes even though they have their other day jobs they simply yeah begrudgingly have to you know work this uh you know renting the place to tourists and then you know <laughs> suffer through and so on so yeah it's all all of it all of it is very distorted and over time once people really experience the power of uh, bitcoin's you know number go up i think many many more are simply going to get rid of the the, the, the real estate that they don't use and um, you know <laughs> and uh, live Live, you know, more simple life, but uh, more, you know, more economically powerful. Yeah, so I think, I I think you, have to ex-
0: you have to experience number go up. People can tell yeah. you about it. You can look at charts from his from the history, like all that's fine. But the conviction only gets built when you experience it, and when you exactly. when you you actually have to build, you have to harden yourself a little bit, right? Like you have to. It takes time to build your education conviction so that you become more resilient to the price swings and zoom out right? Like yeah. the capability of unemotionally zooming out only happens by weathering all the crazy shit that happens. And I, I think that's a story that resonates with a lot of people I speak to. Certainly it's true for me, right? Every time I go through a cycle of boom and bust, I realize, okay, well, this thing's still alive. I am I believe more in it now than ever before. Um, you know, it's one of these, I can't remember the name of it, but there's a certain type of good where the risk of buying a good or the worth of a good um, the sorry, the value of a good actually goes up as price goes up. It's like a really unique good, and with Bitcoin, as the like it's less risky now at fifty thousand than it was at eight thousand, which usually doesn't compute, right? Usually, it's the higher the price, the more risky, and so it takes time to really understand the mechanics of that, and it's a it's never-ending rabbit hole. Um, and like you said, it's like getting people to own Sats today means that in four years, when they see that number go up, when they understand it better, they're the people who are primed to say like, well, I'm not gonna use my home as a savings vehicle. I'm not gonna take on the uncertainty and maintenance costs of renting out a home. Um, I can live a simpler life and one that is actually more secure and makes me more income by just investing in a in the best te- monetary technology. That is that is a superior way to preserve my purchasing power and actually a more safe way in a less risky way. Um, Let's I'd love to talk about, you know, I I listened to this podcast with Brandon Quidam and Robert Breedlove about Bitcoin mining as a pioneer species. And one thing they mentioned is that Bitcoin mining is a beautiful um, citadel seed. And this notion that, you know, I kind of got this impression that, wow, the heart of a citadel really is setting up some sort of mining operation. It could be very small, right? It could be a couple ASICs. Um, And, you know, I started looking at, you know, I think energy prices are going up everywhere. But if you look at energy prices Europe-wide, Croatia is in the lowest 25%, right? Like energy seems very cheap. There's only like four countries in Europe that are cheaper than Croatia. So I guess the question is, do you have uh, any mining? Are you doing any mining or know of any mining happening right now? And is that something you're curious about? Um, Because I think, you know, in my brain, it's like, okay, someone plants a seed, sends $100,000 hundred thousand dollars in Bitcoin to someone they buy a couple Asics and they, they essentially erect this heart that pumps and it creates and mines Bitcoin. it allows you to have first firsthand experience with the protocol and with mining and then it generates Bitcoin to be able to fuel like an education hub or, or a meetup hub where people can come to spread the message. Um, is that of interest to you what's what's the have you looked into what's involved with plugging in some Asics? I'd love to hear your thoughts.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm very very interested in that. I haven't yet tried uh mining myself, although uh one of the plebs that I uh you know uh, frequently talk with and um he's coming in you know in the in the next 2 weeks. We're going to organize actually a Bitcoiners meetup in in Rab here. Cool. Uh, so he he already purchased um an old S nine miner, and just nice. just to learn how to how to set it up, how to you know plug it in, and you know, how to connect to, to the mining pool and so on. So I, I do know uh, some some things from more from an economic side and uh, from you know um, theoretical uh, part, but I do really want to to, to get into it, uh, especially because I, I do see uh, like uh, pretty pretty good job opportunities for. Uh, for people who are um, who are maybe even older a little bit than us but who are kind of um, who are at the place in their life let's say they are an electrician or someone who who knows how to you know work this kind of harder engineering uh, type of things maintaining the the factory and so on a lot of factories in Croatia got shut off after the, um, after the war in early 19s, and many, many people who used to work uh, uh, in, let's say, production of uh, rope, for example, that's some, one of the factories that, or paper factory, um, all of these factories that are, that, that were closed uh, after the war, uh, people who used to work there, they, they have this inclination of, you know, fixing stuff and, and mm-hmm. doing this kind of work, and I think there's like more than 24, 25 hydroelectric uh, power plants in Croatia Ooh, that are, yeah, that are that are simply, you know, I mean, it's it's like maybe one third of the of the power generation is being, you know, drawn into the grid. Uh, the rest is is wasted basically. So I think there is a huge opportunity there to, you know, to to have some good. Um, uh, energy price uh, deals with uh, with Bitcoin mining. Um, now it's it's very hard for me to. I mean, I ha- we, we, the, the the plebs in Croatia. We still have to work to discover exactly because I do know that some people are mining. I know that some people are mining shitcoins like Ethereum on uh, GPUs. My, <laughs> Hopefully my to buy Bitcoin. Team, they, they used to. <laughs> yeah, but that's not that's not the mining that I'm talking about. I, but I do believe that there are some people who are who who managed to get some good good energy prices and plug in Bitcoin ASICs. Uh, they are probably still kind of. Uh, Flying under the radar, they don't really want to be doxed, or you know, maybe they are afraid that the government is going to confiscate the miners. But I think that uh, the solution for that is really to just uh, you know just just bribe the local, the local uh, sheriffs, the local yeah. government. They, they, they bribe, are slash educate. <laughs> yeah, slash educate. Just you know, kind of let them kind of. Um, I, I think I'm growing more wise to this idea that they, you just have to let these people. Uh, who 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 simply want to take the credit for you know doing something? Just let them you know do some press releases. You know let them you know um, kind of uh, cut the cut the you know the, the ribbon. Red, uh, yeah, give them their the fix. Yeah, yeah, give given them their fix, and uh, you know, and they will leave you alone uh, basically uh, to do what you what you want. So we have have to kind of as Bitcoiners, we have to kind of start learning how to how to coexist with these people and over time the, the real problem are, are not really politicians per se I think I mean they are the problem because they are the cheerleaders of the fiat system but the real problem is these hundreds of thousands of people who are simply you know sucking the 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 the, the government job uh, you know or, or or some living on on
0: yeah they're on the payroll uh,
1: subsidy yeah, they're on a payroll, and yeah. it's not like I would much rather have our prime minister have like 10 million euros per year salary uh, than having uh, 300,000 people who 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 have like uh, 600 euros salary per month. Just right. you know, that that's the real problem: the, the the mass of people who have low salaries, but there's so many of them. Yeah that the politicians simply have to cater to them because they are getting elected because if you are if you have the government job then you and your whole family are going to show up on the voting uh, voting booth and uh, you know uh, yeah. you know pick your pick your uh, you know uh, fiat uh, you
0: know uh, guy yeah, representative so, i mean that's a huge untapped pool of human capital and of opportunity yeah. right like if they have a, if they had exactly. a better alternative if they had meaningful yeah. work that paid them yeah. a compelling rate and that they actually felt a sense of purpose doing I, I don't yeah. think there's many that stick around like you said if they're not highly paid if they're basically just on the payroll to as you're being paid for your vote, and, and the, yeah. the expense yeah. you pay is a total lack of meaning in the work you do. And that is extremely painful. You know, like people don't consider people talk about physical pain all the time. The mental pain of showing up to do something with the bulk of your energy that carries zero meaning in your life is freaking painful. And so at a certain point, the trade off of what you're making and the pain of doing something that has no meaning, uh, people start to jump ship. But I think there has to be an alternative opportunity to move towards. And it's, you know, it's just up to people to create that. And I think, you know, the, um, The opportunity for Bitcoin mining in Croatia sounds huge. I didn't even know about the hydroelectric demo. I I know that it said there was a ton of um, untapped solar power because of the amount of sun that Rab gets. But the whole fact that there's, you know, it's like Canada, there's all this untapped hydroelectric power that is essentially not not even being plugged in because there's no home for it. And the idea that you can just ship a shipping container of hardware into a place and that the marginal cost of the energy producer is zero So even if you pay them five cents a kilowatt and and you can make 40 cents a kilowatt that's profit that they didn't even have before and you know like there's so i want to be sensitive to your time so let's wrap this up i would love to do a round two and i would also love to chat 15 minutes if you have it after we sign off because i i'm connected with some people that are looking for interesting opportunities um and have more bitcoin than they want and so the their only problem is where do we put this and trust that it's being put to good use. And so my job is to be the bridge, to find people with integrity and find people with interesting things that benefit humanity and create, um, places where we can plant seeds that need to be cared for and garden for by people. But the seed being planted is the first step. So, um, yeah, very interesting. I think mining as a, as a Citadel seed and as a, way to blossom a new econo- sense of economic activity in an area, a new economic hub. Um, I find it very curious. And if anyone hasn't read Brandon Quidham's paper on Bitcoin as a Bitcoin mining as a pioneer species, I highly recommend you do that because it's a very powerful read and he goes deep into the energy dynamics of like, this is going to completely change the energy sector, which really is the base layer of human flourishing. And there's so much untapped energy right now everywhere. And Bitcoin miners are basically like this species of animal that just goes directly to the untapped power and blossoms a whole new realm of economic potential that could never have been actually activated before that. So I think it's very interesting. Um, So how about we save some of the other questions I have for maybe a round two. I want to be sensitive with your time today. Um, If anyone wants to learn more about what you're doing, actually one final question I have, what is the work? What is the daily work of an orange pillar for you? Like I have my like my life now is dedicated to just orange pilling, people, companies, anyone who wants to learn about Bitcoin. But what does the day to day life look for you? Are you doing group sessions? Are you doing one on ones? Like I, I'm. This is more curiosity than anything. Um, what is your <laughs> what What does orange pilling a city look like and on the ground?
1: Yeah it's it's really it's really about uh, you know just talking with people about it and uh, answering their questions. Sometimes one on one, sometimes uh, one on many. Uh, I have tremendous uh, blessing and opportunity to, to to work in the Bitcoin space. Um, so so I'm at the same time I'm uh, earning Sats through it, and I'm immersed uh, in the in the Bitcoin content. You know, so I so I'm kind of on top of uh, everything that's that's going on, that's that's happening. Um, and I also um, so so I also provide people with um, uh stacking SATS opportunities so basically i trade because i i still live in uh unfortunately i cannot pay with with btc everywhere here and i still have some uh you know expenses uh paying the rent and then so on groceries so i kind of made this uh it's it's very good um you know small circle of family and friends and people that i that i orange bill and let's say that they want to let's say put a couple of uh Euros per month or per week uh, into into Bitcoin, then we exchange directly because I, I need um, fiat. They need they mm-hmm. they want to save Bitcoin, so we kind of uh, grow this peer to peer exchange uh, network. Uh, so that's an, another another part of why I I like um, you know I like having people who who are um, who are orange built because then I I have less need to. To to kind of um, you know uh, sell Bitcoin through through exchanges and pay high right. fees and so on. You create a peer to peer network.
0: That's the ultimate way. Uh, peer
1: network. Peer network. I- ideally, <laughs> even better is I mean that, that's that's the process that I'm working on is to 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 orange peel people uh, merchants that I frequently uh, you know um, use here in Rab so that they accept Bitcoin, so that they start saving Bitcoin, right? So that I can pay them directly. Mm -hmm. Um, This is especially important for, uh, you know, for example, uh, merchants like my butcher or the fisherman or, you know, a coffee shop owner or, you know, things that you are uh, frequenting. But there are so many of them, even though this is a small place, um, each and every one of them require certain amount of time for me to, ex- to explain to them you know what's the value proposition why is bitcoin different because they all heard about bitcoin that's that that's the the, the the key thing every single person that i ever spoke to heard about bitcoin at least one once in their life but right. like maybe one out of hundred actually managed to buy some and if they did they probably got you know you know offered some you know plethora of shit coins and they got they got you know in you know stuck in some dead end and they don't really still understand what what they what they are holding right so it takes time for for me to 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 you know go through all these different um objections questions you know that people have doubts and so on yep. and explain to them you know uh how how they should use it? I I always like to say that Bitcoin is like electricity or or gas. So you it's it's extremely useful technology, but it can hurt you, right? If you if you mm. if you don't approach it right, you can you can really get you know um, You're hurt. Shocked. Uh, yeah, get <laughs> shocked, right? So you really have to learn how to do it. It's not so hard, but still you have to learn how to how to receive, how to send, how to secure it, how to hold it, how to you know. How to think about it? How to manage the volatility, right? Mm. And then you are, you know, then you can use it like an ele- like electricity. But again, when when electricity was introduced into our daily lives, I mean, it, it wasn't smooth ride, right? It's not like <laughs> it one not. day people were not using electricity, next day everyone was no. But there was many, yeah. you know, a lot of people had to doubts. get electrocuted.
0: A lot of doubts yeah, had to be, you know, people were like, why would I use a light switch? that thing can literally yeah. burn my house down. I'm gonna keep using this candle. And it's like the same argument of fiat and Bitcoin. And it's like yeah. every technological revolution in hindsight looks like a flick of the switch, but like in reality, it's a rough meandering messy journey. Um, and I think yeah, exactly. with something like money where people understand basically nothing about it, it's, uh, it's a long process. Like to me, the, the, the act of orange pilling is fundamentally the act of relationship building And then pointing, not telling people, pointing. It's like someone has to trust that Pavau knows what he's talking about is a good human, It's not going to scam me. That's step one. Relationship building is a huge first step that you must do before you even begin the act of orange pilling. And then it's a matter of, well, I don't want to tell you things. I want to point you in the right direction based on where you're at right now and what your next learning phase is. Like, I think I really spent a lot of time trying to understand, like, what is the theory of orange pilling? Like, what is the act of orange pilling? How do you, and to me, it's just moving someone towards better understanding of Bitcoin uh, to the point where they're willing to actually purchase sats. Because then the first domino sets off the rest and everyone proceeds at their own pace, but getting getting someone to the point where they actually, on their own accord, make an exchange of fiat for Bitcoin, not being given Bitcoin, but they do it on their own accord. Um, that is like the starting point for their process. And then it's like, okay, move on to the next person and find out how do we get them closer to purchasing sats? Um, so let's save a little bit of juice for the next conversation, whenever you're available, maybe in a month or something like that. So I'm going to sign off now, but if you're available for 15 minutes, I'd love to chat with you about interesting ideas of people I'm connected with that would love to help you do what you're doing. Um, so to everyone listening. Uh, We hope that you've enjoyed that conversation. We will do a part two. I got some more questions that I'd love to hear Paval's uh, take on about Rab and about just the process of, you know, like lessons learned in the quest to orange pill city, because I don't think we are the only ones doing this. And I think if we can harness our collective intelligence, if I can share the lessons I've learned and the obstacles and the victories that I've had in orange pilling people, and you can do it and we can kind of distill it into almost like a GitHub repo of here is the protocol of how to orange pill at a mass scale and share that with the world and empower all the plebs around the world who want to do this themselves, starting small, right? You might start with your family, then go to your local community. Maybe you're doing a whole city. Who knows? Um, but paval thanks for joining us at the Bitcoin Stoa. To everyone listening, thanks for being here. If you want to support the project, you can go to bitcoinstoa.com, send some stats to the QR code on the homepage. And uh, yeah, ciao for now. and We'll catch you in the next conversation. Thanks again, paval We appreciate your time.
1: Thank you. Thank you.